Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast. It is Monday, December 6th. My name is Will Gibson, and I'm joined this week by Sarah Maley. And I'm just going to come out and say it right off the bat. If you're following on YouTube, yes, I have the same exact sweater on that I had on last week's podcast, and I'm sitting in the same position. So not much has changed on my front, at least over the past week. But we have seen a fair amount of change in the markets, and Sarah and I are going to talk about that today. Uh, Ian and I, if you missed our podcast last week, we talked about some major index support levels. So we're not going to really talk about that today. I would reference that previous discussion, but we are going to get on is like some of the more fine and more some of the more detailed indicators that we're seeing movement from on the platform and some of the more popular ones that at least we're getting questions about. We're going to try to put some put some verbiage around that today and some perspective as we're heading into that second half or really middle point of December. But more of the same from last week on that thematic front. You're seeing a lot of conflicting themes that the market's trying to digest right now. A lot of questions about the direction of interest rates kind of related to that inflation discussion as well. Market's still trying to process, will the new variant be a concern? Are, vaccine, are vaccines effective? A lot of what-ifs right now, it seems. And we all know that the market hates un- uncertainty and it does not like not knowing what the direction or the outcome will be. And I think we're seeing some of that volatility play out right now. But Sarah, from a, starting out, just from a macro perspective, I know we touched on this last week, but from a macro-wise, any in- indicators that we've been getting questions on that you want to put some color on? Yeah, so I'm going to keep it really macro up front and just look at the dynamic asset level investing page. That's our Dolly page. And that's going to show, you know, the long-term relative strength rankings of major asset classes and sectors and, you know, the, the subsectors within those different asset classes. But U.S. equities on top, 319 buy signals right now. Um, within U.S. equities, we did see technology move into that top spot, taking out cyclicals, which had been ranked number one in that ranking um, since about uh, the middle of January of this year. Um, we saw healthcare fall to the bottom. Um, you know, we've seen technology, areas of technology really take a beating um, while some have managed to hold up, which is actually, you know, our feature today in the report if you want to check that out. But overall, U.S. equities ranking number one. Um, one thing that I found pretty interesting is just looking at, you know, the major index ETFs. Um, so looking at the Spider S&P 500 ETF trust symbol SPY. Um, this is going to be, you know, a good outlook of uh, a long-term outlook of, of just the S&P 500. It's identical, I believe, to the 100-point chart that we sometimes reference. Uh, but this chart, if you, if you were to pull it up right now and you covered up the name, it, you would think that this is a beautiful picture, although it has been painful at points this year. And, you know, right now, this pullback that we're seeing on the chart is, I would say, is one of them. Um, you know, we've seen nine consecutive buy signals since the bottom last year. Uh, we pulled back from all-time highs. We are right now 2% oversold, so right in the middle of that trading band. So this is a really normal-looking picture. And I think that using these charts, um, especially just to get a grip more on the absolute price movement, um, we haven't violated support. You know, we remain on those buy signals well above initial support here at 430. So, you, you know, using these to keep your perspective, especially if you are if you have the news on or if you're just, you know, checking the, the you know, various um, – performance of your, you know, individual stocks or what have you during the day, um, I think it's always nice to kind of like turn off the TV, look at this chart and just kind of quiet your mind um, because you're like Will said, there are so many conflicting themes and, and just constant news out there. So I love this chart. Um, nice fun score three or 3.50 right now. Um, another normal looking chart is going to be the Spider Dow Jones Industrial Average ETF, symbol DIA. 
Um, again, pulled back from all-time highs. This trades on three consecutive buy signals, um, 30% oversold here. But I think that this is, again, another relatively normal-looking picture. And, and then finally, the Invesco QQQ Trust. Um, again, similar picture, consecutive buy signals, pullback. Um, we haven't seen any movement on these charts today. Um, QQQ itself sits at 380, 4% uh, overbought. So smack dab, similar to SPY in the middle of that trading band. So from an absolute picture, you know, that, that those are positive. Again, never comfortable, uh, very comfortable feeling those rides. But, you know, we can turn to some of the more granular indicators that we'll mention. So starting off right now with the bullish percent for OTC. So that's going to measure the percent of stocks within the OTC universe that are trading on point and figure buy signals. And right now we, we've seen that indicator move to the 32 level. So this is back almost near those April 2020 lows. Um, you know, so this is definitely a, getting to be a washed out indicator. Um, we haven't seen any sort of rever reversal up here, but this will be one, I think, to watch, you know, right above that 30 mark, um, but definitely a low level, the lowest we've seen, again, since uh, April of last year. And then also within the OTC universe, we can look at the PP chart. So that's going to measure the percent of stocks within this universe that are trading in overall positive trends. And so typically uh, a sign of a healthy market is to see that number above 50. Um, and right now we see that sitting at 40. Um, so a little bit below that 50 mark, um, we saw this hit a, a recent high of 66 back in February. Um, so again, this is another one that we've seen in O's actually since March of this year. So um, continued to move lower, added another um, X there at 40 um, on Friday, which is, uh, you can see that there today with a red C. Um, telling us that's the first movement on the chart um, in the month of December. Um, you know, we still have quite a ways down to that 10 level that we saw back in March. But, but right now, um, again, we're seeing uh, more and we've seen more, more stocks start to violate those bullish support lines. And then two others I wanted to bring to your attention. Um, again, more granular, um, but the RSP for OTC, that's looking at the percent of stocks that are on market RS buy signals within this universe. Um, and this chart, uh, I would recommend everyone pull this up because this is just kind of a shocking picture, to be honest. Um, we're sitting at lows last seen 20 years ago. So we added a, a C there, an X there at 30 on Friday. Um, so right now, 30% of stocks are on market RS buy signals, um, telling us that those are going to be the long-term leaders. They still maintain the, the, the long-term leadership versus the broader market. But again, washed out. Um, this is one another one that you know you might want to set an alert for to see a possible reversal up into X's, um, you know, because that I think would be more of a sign of um, you know demand coming back into the market right now, which we have not seen any of these really bottom out, if you will, at this point. And then finally, the RSX in X's for OTC, so that's going to be the symbol. We can use a little carrot sign, RSX OTC. Um, and that's just looking at the percent of stocks that are in a column of X's on their market relative strength chart. So that's going to be a more of a near-term strength indicator versus the broader market. And we've seen this uh, now match its recent low at 28. So again, only 28 per stocks, 20% of stocks within that universe are now um, in a column of X's. So, um, you know, they may maintain their long-term buy signals, you know, but they could also be breaking down um, in the near term. So that's kind of what that's, what that is telling us. So not only are we seeing, that long-term participation weaken. We're also seeing uh, the near-term strength weaken as well. Um, and then again, with the overall positive trends, just seeing the breakdowns on the actual point and figure charts. So that wraps up the OTC universe, but I believe uh, Will's going to check out the, the NYSE universe because we're seeing a similar picture. 
Yes, there. That's, that's a good recap. And on the New York Stock Exchange front, it's going to be a bit, a bit different size and style composition than that Nasdaq uh, OTC setup. So I think it's important to to kind of lo- look at these together. The New York Stock Exchange is going to be more of that small and mid focused or value esque tilt than the other universe that we're, we're just talking about. But there's five charts that I, I, I want to bring up on an indicator basis for that New York Stock Exchange. The first one is also the positive trend chart, like the one that Sarah was talking about, PTNYSE, so positive trend New York Stock Exchange, is down at 58% right now. So it's still above that 50 line, as Sarah said. That is a place that we like to see kind of healthy place that demarcates a positive market from a market that is a bit more bearish at the time. So this is still above 50%. That's a healthy sign for the intermediate term on the New York Stock Exchange front. It is in the column of those and has been since July. So we haven't seen that intermediate term picture, I would say, improve for the time being. One, The next one I would want to take a look at is going to be the bullish percent for the multiple sell signals on the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, this is a bit, it's kind of a derivative, if you will, of the main typical bullish percent indicators. It's saying not only what percentage of stocks are on point and figure signals, but are on consecutive signals. So that we're looking at the consecutive sell signals, meaning stocks are given at least two consecutive sell signals. This is at 26% right now, which which sounds pretty low. And it is, but on a relative basis, this is the highest we've been since April of 2020. This is something that you typically don't like to see moving higher. That means that you're seeing more follow through to the downside on individual equities. So this would also be something that we would like to see. Uh, this we we would actually like to see reverse down into those. PT, we would like to see reverse back up into X's. This we'd like to see reverse reverse down. Both of those are kind of an intermediate look at that New York Stock Exchange universe that we'd like to see improve. Going a bit more near term now, the bullish percent for the New York Stock Exchange of just stocks that are on a single point figure buy signal that's down beneath 42% right now. That is our lowest since about May of 2020. Currently, similarly, we would like to see this reverse up into X's from here. You're not at washed out territory yet in this indicator, but still a reversal up into X's would be a near term sign that demands coming back into the picture. Moving over now to even more sensitive indicators, we have our New York Stock Exchange high low reading. This is looking at the percentage of stocks hitting 52 week highs relative to those hitting highs and lows. And this is using a 10-day average as we're plotting them on the chart. This is approaching your mid-20% 20, 20 level, which, again, is kind of your lowest level since that April 2020 market recovery. So this is one that we would really like to see reversal up into Xs. Should this get a bit lower and reverse up, you can, can consider that some type of kind of near-term demand re-entering the market. This is one that we'd like to set an alert on column change, NYSE high-low going to be that some of those early signs that demand is returning. And then the last one for the New York Stock Exchange is the weekly distribution for the New York Stock Exchange. That's looking at the average, where's the average stock on its 10-week trading band. Sarah mentioned like SPY and RSP earlier at the middle of their 10-week trading bands. If you sit at the bottom, we're going to say it's heavily oversold. And then if you sit at the top of the trading band, it's going to be heavily overbought. If you have questions about exactly what, what that is, reach out to us. But this chart is currently down at minus 24%. It's actually recently reversed back up into X's. It is 
it, it is very sensitive, but on that extremely granular scale, you've seen a, a bit of demand step in on that front. We would like to see that continue out to the bullish percents, to the consecutive signals, as well as to that positive trend remark. So those are five charts to keep an eye on on an indicator basis. These are ones that we get questions on and ones that you say, what are we looking at to gauge market participation, market sentiment? Well, the ones that Sarah and I mentioned are, are, are going to be ones that you should have alerts on. So in aggregate, that's really all we wanted to hit on today. Macro picture, asset allocation-wise, nothing has changed yet. It's that near-term flag that is, is still yellow and even red in in some cases, really kind of no new exposure in certain areas of the market, waiting for those reversals up into excess, because we know these can continue lower than you would expect and for longer than you would expect. Kind of bottom fixing can be difficult, just exercising some patience here and waiting for those reversals up into excess from, from these levels. And then one note, I, I think I mentioned this last week as well, you using point and figure here in these market environments, I think is also really important. They're inherently weeding out a ton of market noise right now. You're only getting reversals when you meet certain thresholds. So that is doing us a favor right now. And we would, again, recommend kind of exercising that patience and look into the charts for that reason as well. So, Sarah, thanks for joining me this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, whether it's YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, content. But we really appreciate it. We hope to speak with you soon and have a great rest of the week.